Hello, welcome to another episode of the Client and Coach podcast. We've got a client cast today and I have Robin from our Nari Warren location joining us today and she has quite the story. So hello, Robin. Hello, how are you going? <laughs> Good, thank you. Should we just um like paint the picture because we are doing this via Zoom. Um, Let's. So I'm sitting in my home office. Where are you? I'm sitting in my family room in the kitchen. Love that. Love that. And I don't know if, like, obviously, because I'm on Zoom, it looks like I'm in my, like, women's boot camp co uniform. I'm business up top, but. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> I'm pajama pants down the bottom. So. <laughs> no judgment here. Trust me. <laughs> All right, cool. So I'm going to let you do most of the talking here. But when did you first even hear about or know about our boot camp? I think it was just after Ashy Bynes because I remember when I was, because you were still at the scout hall and I was doing cleaning and stuff down there and I remember Sonia running a session there and I went, oh, my God, if I tried that, I'd be sick. <laughs> so, you, so you just saw it from afar, yeah? Saw it from afar and went, I can't do that and, yeah, kind of moved on. But it always kind of stuck in my head that it was there. Yeah. And then when was the first time that you sort of like thought to yourself like oh maybe I could do this uh probably oh Kate I was friends with Kate outside of boot camp um through various other things and she's like come and try it come and try it and then um that would have been 2020 and then that all went down the toilet (laughs) and then I tried again in 21 and that was clearly a bad idea for a little while too so and um I was also friends with Kim outside of boot camp. Okay, so you had a few connections, yeah. Yeah, Um, and she was like, come and try it, you know, it's the best thing, I'm loving it, come and try it. And, you know, I put it off and put it off and put it off. Yeah. And then eventually I went, just do it. Just do it, just do it. Well, because I actually went and looked at, like, our notes, like, from your account. Um, And, hang on, I'm just going to pull them up. So (laughs) the first thing is that. I have a random note from February 2019 that says um, messaged Robin regarding Scout Hall because it got broken into. So I had think I had sent you like some photos of um, like the lock being broken because like someone had broken. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Um, and at that point we had had a, like a just a momentary chat where I was like, oh, feel free to come and like try out the boot camp. And so I have a note here from 2019 that says, sent Robin photos of Scout Hall, also mentioned that she should join. (laughs) Then that was the end of that, right? Then I've got a note from 2020 and it says, we've tried to call Robin, phone didn't ring, tried several times, so fine. We must have left it for a couple of months. Then we've got, and this was, I think, when either... Sonia or no this might have been Tina was doing um Nary Warren at this point and so she's got spoke to Robin she's involved with the scout halls um keen to join has downloaded the app and set up a membership oh and will set up a membership first of December that was 2020 (laughs) then we have um another one about a week later um uh, arranged a call with her today at 12.45, spoke to Robin, life is crazy at the moment with kids' sport, etc. but she's been trying to work out. She will probably do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings, is going to hold off until after Christmas because she's away until the 11th of January. Get in touch again then. <laughs> and then we have the week of the, so this is the 18th of January. 
message Robin to see where she's at with joining bootcamp. And then another month later, there's another note. Spoke to Robin. Life is still hectic at the moment. Um, Kids activities, full on, not able to join at this point. Here's where it gets juicy. 17th of May, 2021. I have a note saying, Robin reactivated her account today. Messaged her to touch base and see where she is up to. Robin was very nearly 39 and went, oh, shit, I'm 40 next year. Okay. (laughs) Because this is where I wanted to go. Okay. Almost one, two, three, four, five months after. So we had obviously touched base with you originally back in like 2020, then 2021. And then five months later, you randomly reactivated your account. Do you remember like where you were or what made you kind of go, yeah, now? Um. I didn't cope very well with the lockdowns and I was looking for that mental space. Um, We had a lot of shit going on at home and trying to just escape from that a little bit. And I'd been talking to Kate about it and she was like, just come, just come. And then we all know what happened in 2021. Um, And she was like, just, just do it, just do it. And I'd messaged Monique a couple of times to say, hey, I want to come do a trial. And every time I booked a trial, we'd go into lockdown. Yeah, yeah. You can nearly set a clock by it. A hundred percent. And like even when Monique first started as the coach there, the poor thing, she started and I think she had her first week as head coach and then we're back in lockdown. And so she's trying to get to know all of these new clients. And like anyway, she's had such a roller coaster with the the lockdowns and the members, but regardless, it's the biggest thing with everyone's mental health. Like it's the thing that has made everyone go so up and down and so I'm glad you chose to actually do something from that and not go the other way yeah I was I want to say lucky but not I was working in healthcare at the time and I was actually working with a couple of psychologists so there was lots of talk about you know get outside and exercise find people to exercise with all those things I'm like all right I'll just do it clearly the universe is telling me just do it and then I did it and then we went into lockdown and then I did it and then we went into lockdown (laughs) so I got it in my head um end of end of august 2021 that i was going to do september and didn't tell anybody about it just got this idea in my head that i was going to do it and prove to myself i could actually do something because i was in a pretty average headspace by that point um so i went to myself you know what? i'm going to prove i can actually do something to myself and i'm going to finish this and so for the whole of september every morning i got up and went for a walk i made sure i did my 10,000 steps a day I was like, okay, I could do this. And then October came and we were still in whatever f- version of lockdown it was at that point. I can't remember. But I know there was no group training. Correct. So yeah. First um, week of November we were allowed back out. Yeah. So I'd actually joined a different online boot camp um, on a – she wanted me to join up for a 12-week trial. And I said, look, I'm not doing 12 weeks of Zoom. I'll do four weeks because that'll get us to the end of the lockdown and then I'll reassess at the end of that four weeks. And a week into that, I tore my calf spectacularly. Oh, how? Doing a step up at home. (laughs) During like doing Zoom or? Yeah, doing a Zoom. So after my physio finished laughing at me and sent me off for scans and went, yeah, I think it's torn, um, I had to rest for rest as in not do high impact stuff. For a couple of weeks so I cancelled that membership and said keep my money this isn't working for me it's not doing what I need it to do I'm hurting myself I'm not doing it properly and then Kate said 
like I was talking to Kate and Kim and they're like, we're going back next week. And I saw Monique advertising on Facebook and I'm like, all right, we're going back into real life. All right, it's time. And I just bit the bullet and did it eventually. It only took like six tries. <laughs> That's, you know what, like it's, and I think this is kind of why I want someone to like really hear your story here as well is because it's not about, and especially for coaches, sometimes coaches can think that if someone says, no, they don't want to join up, that that person is lost forever. But you've got to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Everyone has life. Everyone has ups. Everyone has downs. And I think like one thing that's really important in the fitness industry especially is to stay on top of people and make sure that like you do touch base with them when you said you were going to touch base with them and not just put all your eggs in the basket of these are my clients and they're paying me. So they're the people I'm going to, you know, stay on top of. It's like, if someone has said to you, you know, not right now, but maybe in a month, can you touch base with me? You are that person's cheerleader. You know what I mean? And so I think it's important to stay with people and make sure that they always feel that like, Hey, I know this is annoying, but you said, to touch base in a month, so here I am touching base. Um, I'm still an option. Know. Come see me when you're ready. Yeah, like I, you never know when people are ready, basically. And I didn't know I was ready, but I went, you know what? Everybody's coming back from nothing, essentially. Um, so I got there that first day and didn't feel quite so overwhelmed because I knew that there was a lot of people coming back from doing not very much, so it wasn't quite so frightening Yeah, to go back to essentially zero like I was very unfit do you remember um, that first session back do you remember where it was and like what you did I was in the car park at Max Pawsey in the dark yeah because it was just at the beginning of daylight savings so it was still dark in the morning and I remember getting there and there was three or four new girls there that day so it wasn't so frightening and wasn't so overwhelming because there was more than one of us yeah um but I remember everybody being very friendly and like I didn't remember anybody's name and I felt really stupid. But, um, yeah, no, it was good to just ease in with a group of people who were sort of all at the same point. And how did you pull up at the start? Like do you remember that first week? I was sore. <laughs> it's inevitable. It really is. Uh, it's inevitable and I'm very all or nothing. Like it's not ease into it it's not go at 50 percent. if I'm there I'm going to do it properly or I'm not going to do it at all yeah so I mean I go even now I go and I go hard and then I come home and fall in a heap but you know I remember that first week I went all right I can do this and then because I'm a bit silly I went I'm going to do it I'm going to do it properly and I think four sessions that week or something it was a big I week still, I just remember um Monique reaching out it would have been I think you'd been there like three or four weeks and she was like have you met Robin she's amazing like because you were just being very I think consistent and just the way that you treated everyone around you was because you I guess you knew what it was like to start so then as soon as anyone else needed that sort of support you were just straight away giving it to them which I think as coaches, it's expected that we're going to obviously say hi and be friendly to the clients. But when someone comes to boot camp and it's the members who are friendly and welcoming, it's a totally different game compared to the trainer being friendly and welcoming. We are really like, biased for Nary Warren here, but we are really lucky at Nary Warren. We've built such a good group of women, like a group of women I never thought I would have in my life at all. Not one of us is 
anything like any of the others. We're such a diverse group, but we all get along so well. That's so nice. Honestly, I actually, I did a welcome Zoom, um, was it last Sunday? With all the, so every Sunday now we do a welcome Zoom with our new members that are starting across the state. So I jump on with them on a Sunday night before they do their first week. And we just go through how to set their goals, where to enter their goals, like just about the boot camp, all that sort of stuff, right? Um, it also helps me feel a little bit more connected to the clients now because I more work from like the head office side of things. And yeah. one thing that I say to them when they start to really notice how they're welcomed and then in four weeks' time when there's going to be new members starting to pass that same welcome on and onto the group. And I think yeah. as well, like as adults, we sometimes can fall into the trap of there's not really like new ways to meet people and new ways to make friends. The people that you hang around with and the people that you build friendships with really dictate the way that your health goes. Absolutely. And, you know, if you can get there with your friends, like even the other night I was exhausted and my husband's going, just don't go tonight, just stay home. I'm like, I want to stay home and sit on the couch, but I want to go see my friends. Mm. It had nothing to do with the workout and everything at that point. Just seeing my friends and just having a chat and distracting ourselves for a little bit. That's so nice. Honestly, even if you're having a really bad day, like let's say you've, whatever, work has been a lot or the kids have been a lot or maybe you're just mentally not in a great state, to just let your trainer know, hey, I'm coming, but for me today it's not so much about working out it's more about being in a positive environment or just getting some fresh air or whatever it is because as a trainer if we know that we know how to train you in that particular session whereas normally you might love to be pushed but if they communicate that and say hey today's not that day I've just had an emotional day and for me I just need to be here and go through the motions amazing because then I'm not going to come over and accidentally tip you over the edge yeah yeah I need the routine not the workout yeah. Oh, 100%. So when did you then start sort of seeing results? Because the next note in these notes, it goes it goes from inquired, inquired, isn't ready, inquired, inquired, to goal achieved, goal achieved, goal achieved. Like, so <laughs> talk to me about that. When did you set your first goals? Um, I probably set my first goals around that first checkpoint time with Monique. Um, and what was, was goal number one, just for anyone listening? Um. Pretty sure it was a measurement goal. It was a little while ago, so and she's still. I've deleted them out of the app, I think, so I can't refer. But I've still got them. I've still got. Don't, I've got I know. I got everything. So you had two in there. Um, your first one was a measurement. You had five centimeters off your waist, but then you also had to run one kilometer in six point five, six and a half minutes. Yeah, that was Monique's idea, not mine. Um, <laughs> Yeah. measurement was mine the running was Monique's um because she decided I could run faster than what I was gotcha so apparently I can um but I probably took until like I noticed results probably around Christmas time so okay, it was about, yeah. so about two four months. six weeks um yeah. I started to sort of notice things no one else really noticed for ages took a long time to get really noticeable results I felt in myself, it was easier and I felt better. So that was sort of a result that meant more to me. 
Um, and then probably my husband started noting, noticing results probably around March. And then um, it sort of built from there. Like I saw my family who I haven't seen for about 18 months last weekend and they just about fell off their chairs when they saw me, which was pretty entertaining. So like, holy shit. Um because, yeah, they haven't seen me for two years nearly. So there's nearly 30 kilos of difference between then and now. Yeah. So how would you describe yourself when you started just in terms of like not just, you know, a particular weight you were sitting at, but how did you feel? What was your energy like? What was your routine like? Um, I was tired. I was angry. I was sad. I was anxious. I had a panic attack at work one day, you know. I was in a pretty bad headspace, plus I was hugely unfit. I couldn't walk up the hill near my house without stopping to catch my breath and I sounded like Puffing Billy. So, yeah, I was very, very unfit and not in a great space for anybody. You know, I was 39 years old and couldn't walk around the block without puffing. And Okay, and how old were your kids? Um, so Jonathan, yeah. um, so Jonathan's nearly 15, my son, and Michaela is nearly 11. So they're at they- a stage where they really need mum to be her best self as well. They really do, and um, I wasn't. I wasn't happy. I wasn't anywhere near the mum I should have been. I was probably more involved with them but not in a happy way. Even Jonathan said to me the other day, mum, you're so much happier. And he's, you know, he's a 14-year-old boy. He doesn't pay much attention to anything. And he's like, mum, you're so much happier. You're so much happier now that you're doing boot camp. It kind of it made me really sad because I was like, well, how unhappy was I before if that's me happy now? And it's been really good for him too because, like, he's out tonight at sport. Um, but he played sport all this year. He's, you know, trained. He's worked hard. He got the results. He won a football grand final because he'd worked hard with his team and, you know, all those things that have come because he's learned that if you work hard, you get results. Were you working at the time or? Yeah, I was working full time at the time as well. Did your work change at all just in terms of how you felt at work or how you were at work or anything like that? I had more energy at work. I was working in a medical centre um, doing COVID vaccines. So I was walking all day, like walking people up and down the hallway doing COVID vaccines and OBS afterwards and things like that. So I had more energy doing that stuff and I was a much happier person to be around. I had, you know, much more positivity and energy and I was eating better. Yeah. is that Was that a big change for you or? A huge change. I went from eating, you know, Uber Eats, chips and kebabs and HSPs at work to taking a salad or having a sandwich and some veggies or, again, with my all or nothing. It's like, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it properly. So not only was there the exercise but all at the same time there was this huge diet shift at the same time to making sure I was eating, you know, good food and at the right times and all those sorts of things and really controlling the portions at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I can see, sorry, I'm just looking at your notes again. So when your first checkpoint, you were you started with us, you were 108 kilos. Where are we at now? Uh, about 82, 83, maybe yeah. a little bit less. So for you, your goals now, I'm assuming, have shifted a little bit away from the weight side of things or? I'm kind of at this point where I'm having some trouble setting my goals. I've got to talk to Monique and sort of sit down with her and work through some new goals to work towards. 
Um, yeah, and I think as well, like this is where shifting the focus away from weight can be really helpful, you know, more to do with your fitness or with your energy or with a particular strength, whether it's in your legs, your arms or whatever, because it's got a different motivation behind. Yeah, I want to, you know, I mean, I, I run the fitness test now. I went from, I think I did it in about, have you got the result there of my first fitness test? I sure do. <laughs> so your wow your first one so it was about seven and a half minutes to do a one kilometer so that would have been most of it you were walking bits of jogging yep so I did it last month whenever we last did a fitness test I did it in 535 I probably can't go much faster my little legs don't go much faster than that (laughs) but I think I'm going to work towards more strengths and push-ups on my toes and things like that next Yeah. 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 Even like if you want a dynamic style of um, like fitness testing, that's why we introduce those benchmark workouts. So they are a workout that is scored and then you rescore it in three months time when you do it again. So instead of it being a physical strength test in one area, it's more of an endurance. How do I feel doing the exact same workout three months later and how have I improved? Yeah. A little bit more functional. So I think we've actually got those coming up next week. So you can give one of those a go. And even if you wanted to set a goal based around those, you'll have to wait until you actually get your score on the day um, to then go, hey, I want to try and achieve this as my score. But that's a really good indicator of more of an overarching fitness. Yeah, and that's probably a good idea. I enjoyed those those, um, benchmark ones last time. They were a different workout. but One of the feedback that we got um, from our members was just that, fitness testing was coming around too often and was getting a little bit too repetitive in doing those exact strength tests the same time each month. So that's why we changed it up. Like we love hearing from our members, honestly. It's the program is designed for you guys. So we need to hear from you guys in order to know what to change, what to adapt, how to, you know, make it the best we possibly can. So we do appreciate every little bit of feedback. <laughs> um, now back to where you're like with your journey. So you said that you had made some really awesome friends. Can you tell me about someone who has become a friend that you didn't think would happen? Uh, There's probably more than one, but like Nick, for example. Mm -hmm. So Nick is someone I would never have probably run into in the real world. She is... (laughs) love that we call it the real world yeah no she's older than I am she's from a different area than I am she works in a different field to the one I do yet we really click she has become a really really good friend who I can message and say hey what do you think about this or do you want to go for a coffee or let's go for a walk or you know it's not just about boot camp it's about she's my friend and I'm there for her and she's there for me when we need each other Yeah, that's awesome because relationships that are built on healthy habits just hit differently. And, you know, they're not people I would ever have met had I not eventually taken the plunge and went, you know what, I'm going to do this for me. We were at a point where I could do it for me. My kids were old enough. We had the finances. I made the time. I didn't have the time, but I made it. Yeah. And now I'm in such a habit of getting up at 5.30 in the morning that I do it even when I'm not coming to boot camp. Uh, but you know it's just one of those things where had I not made that time I wouldn't have met those people yeah yeah can I ask like if there is someone listening right now who let's say they're in a very similar position to where you were at 2020 what advice would you give them talk to someone 
be it your GP, a psych, your best friend, the stranger who answers the phone at the end of the boot camp line, whoever it is, talk to someone, tell them where you're at and let them help you. Mm. Let let them help you. Don't back away. Don't don't be frightened because the help is there. You've just got to ask for it because someone will be able to give it to you. Someone will give you what you need, um, whether it is joining a boot camp and getting that little push from someone, you know, the trainer on the other end of the phone or yourself on a Sunday night Zoom or whatever getting that little push from the trainer or getting the push from your best friend to go and talk to the doctor and ask for help or from your husband to just tell him where you're at so that he can understand and help you out. Mm. It's just talk to someone, be brave and talk to someone. Yeah. And someone will keep following you up. (laughs) (laughs) That is true too. That's And like even the, like not just the following up side of things, but even when people do, like leave boot camp. People leave boot camp for all sorts of different reasons. They move away or it's not right for them right now or financially, whatever. My biggest thing is I always want people to know, even when they can't stay with our program, that the door is always open for them if they ever need to return. Because way too often when people leave a program or leave a gym or leave a fitness center, they feel like, oh, I can't go back, can I? Because I left. And it's like, never want anyone to feel that way with us. I always want them to know, you go do what you need to do. If you ever need, we are here and I'll touch base with you like a couple times a year just, just to see. <laughs> yeah. Life's not a full stop. It doesn't have to be a full stop. It's a comma. Yeah. A comma is like a moment to take a pause, breathe and move on. <laughs> you can always come back around. We can we can call all your little um, COVID blimps. Commas. Just, just commas. I like That's that. right. <laughs> little pauses in the stream of life. Yeah. Oh, I love that. All right. Thank you so much, Robin. I have really enjoyed chatting to you. I will hopefully see you at Nary Warren soon. I'm coming down to take a photo shoot of you guys and I'm going to bring little Tia with me. Yay. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Client Approach Podcast by Bootcamp Co. We want to share our Client Approach stories with as many people as possible. So if you can please leave a positive review, that would be greatly appreciated. And as always, if you'd like to find out more about our beginner boot camps, please head over to our website, thebootcampco.com.au, which will be linked in the show notes below, along with where you can connect with us on socials. Have a great day. See you at boot camp.